A Sip from the River of Life by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor God said in the last days, the information given to Daniel in chapter 12 would be released. Daniel chapter 12 verse 4 But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge from the tree of life shall increase. The seal opens so God's people can be fed truth that will carry them into the eighth day and protect them from the wrath of God. As this age dawns, God sounds the trumpet and the lies of Satan existing in the traditional church are exposed and God's people are warned to come out of the religious communities that promote these lies as sound doctrine. Revelation chapter 18 verse 4 And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. As you can see from Revelation, these communities have a name, Babylon. Revelation chapter 17 verse 5 And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and of the abominations of the earth. Although she was chosen to be the bride of God, His church, she prostituted herself with the kings of the earth that are in direct opposition to the king of kings. God was to rule through His chosen, His priesthood, but people chose to rule through their choice. Over the years, this lawlessness has evolved into the governmental systems we know today and Babylon rides high on all of it. She backs man rather than God. She has, in fact, shed the blood of those who have tried to walk according to God's ways. United, these religious communities form a huge city that Satan claims as his bride. Babylon is beautiful on the outside with her fancy churches, well-dressed clergy, raised in seminaries on moldy bread, and well-versed in man's traditions. She harbors Satan's tainted holidays rather than God's appointed feasts. She divides God's people through denominations, nationality, men's groups, women's groups, etc. When the Word says plainly, there is neither male nor female, Greek or Jew, we are all one in Christ. Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. The last time I checked, the church, according to the Word, is considered the body of Christ. Hello, promise keepers. Hello, women's aglow. And all that separate the body. And let me also ask, why are there ethnic churches? Wake up, church. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Till we all come to the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We have been so grafted into the diabolical knowledge of the tree of good and evil that even what little good remains in today's religion is tainted. 
There is so much compromise and sin allowed behind the closed doors of the church that the enemy has no problem at all slipping through the cracks to steal, kill, and destroy God's people. Unfortunately, the innocent are the favorite prey. Those that want to please God and are perhaps trying to walk the best they know how are the greatest target. The enemy easily hits the bullseye because of unaddressed sin and false doctrine contrived from Satan's thoughts, which incidentally are the foundation of the much sought-after intellect of man. Eve chose Satan's knowledge over wisdom from the tree of life, and as her descendants, we walk in that evil thinking today. It is from this intellect, this knowledge, that today's churches are founded. In fact, the whole world has evolved from it, and that is why it is all headed for destruction. Satan's thinking ends in death for man. It allows them to rationalize a way they can walk in total abominations and still think God accepts them as part of his family. It takes courageous men and women to defy the enemy and bravely chop at the roots of intellect and false doctrine and bring fresh manna to the table for God's people. Who are they? They are newly created creatures that choose to eat from the Word and give their praise and loyalty to only Him. Psalm 102 verse 18 This will be written for the generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. The old church is going to kick and scream, flip and flop like a great dying fish as these children of God emerge. She has a repugnant odor to both God and his family. Because she swims in the murky black river of lies that originally flowed from the Garden of Eden from Satan, the tree of good and evil. This evil river is the water used to mix the mortar that lays the foundation of the traditional church. Worse, it is what is served to God's people to satisfy their thirst for truth. This tainted water does nothing but destroy and corrupt. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 25, we see the cure for bitter water. Exodus chapter 15, verse 25. So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. The tree is symbolic of the tree of life. In Hebrew, the word translated as tree also means stick, close the eyes, make firm. In the garden, when Eve chose to listen to Satan's stream of lies, drink from his well, eat of his fruit, however we want to say it, her eyes were opened and she saw into this world of Satan for the first time. So where is the tree that can make the water sweet and close the eyes to this world and reopen them to God's kingdom? Jesus said in John chapter 4, verses 13 through 14. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water, the world's water, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Jesus is that tree. He is the Word. Guess what? 
The number for tree in the Hebrew dictionary in the Strong's Concordance is 6086. And besides it meaning stick, firm, etc., it means carpenter. Remember Jesus' occupation. So, our eyes of understanding will be open to God's kingdom and closed to this realm by the river of truth that flows from Jesus. The fruit of His lips results in life eternal. The prophetic word flows forth as a river of life to create all things new. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1 Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. We see this river again in Revelation chapter 22 verse 1. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. David prophesied about this river in Psalms chapter 36 verse 8. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. In closing, the tree of life is one tree, Jesus. But Jesus has a body made of many trees of righteousness, restored ones that are the plantings of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3 to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. The roots of these trees are all growing in the river of truth. The fruit they bear is knowledge from the tree of life. Their leaves heal the nations so there will be no more curses. Revelation chapter 22 verse 2 In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations.